Welcome to US Rail Journeys, Series 2. In this series, I travel from LA to Chicago on the Southwest Chief, then from Chicago to New Orleans on both Amtrak's City of New Orleans train and a rail replacement bus. I then travel back from New Orleans to Los Angeles on the Sunset Limited. I also get to travel on the San Joaquins the Coast Starlight and the Pacific Surfliner, in all over 6,300 miles in 14 days. Episode 21. I'm on the southbound Coast Starlight and in this episode I travel from Santa Clara as far as the tunnels at the peak of the Cuesta Grade. We're just passing through Santa Clara. According to the map, in addition to various stadiums, hotels and whatever, one can go and visit the Intel Museum. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, our next station stop coming up in about 10 minutes or so is going to be San Jose. If San Jose is your station stop, please check around and make sure you have all your personal belongings before exiting the train. Coming up in about 10 minutes or so, San Jose. Passing through an area just south of Santa Clara, which is definitely commuter belt. A couple of small stations and trains operated by Caltrain. I think we've just passing now a Caltrain depot. As we pass the depot, a couple of trains moving into it, having done their rush hour service. They always give you what they say is 10 minutes warning of arrival in a station. Like Amtrak schedules, the 10 minutes is an interesting estimation of the actual length of time. It always seems to be a lot longer than 10 minutes by the time we get to our station. The train itself is running about an hour and a half late, though we're still scheduled to arrive in Los Angeles about 35 minutes early. San Jose was founded in 1777 as an agricultural settlement and in 1849 became the first state capital of the Republic of California. The station originally opened in 1935 as Carhill. Over 215,000 Amtrak passengers used the station in 2015. I'm with David who's travelling today and David, why are you on the train? Uh, heading down south to uh, Los Angeles. Are you going any further than Los Angeles? Yeah. After Los Angeles, I'm going to make a stop in San Diego. And I'm going to stay there for two weeks. And probably doing nothing. Just surfing and hang out on the beach. Where do you come from originally? Uh, the Netherlands. Amsterdam. How long have you been over here? I lived in Portland for six months. I did a traineeship over there. And I quit the traineeship two weeks ago and then I start traveling 
down south. So I just came back from San Francisco, stayed there for a couple of days. Really, really good city. Uh, if you ever have the time to go there, go there. And now I'm heading forward to LA. You plan going home at any stage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When my money runs out, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but the plan is to stay here for another month and then heading back to the Netherlands. Yeah. Otherwise, my parents gonna be mad. Yeah, they miss me already. <laughs> and how do you find train travel in the United States compared to train travel at home? Oh, that's an interesting question. Well, the environment here, it's, uh, well, traveling is very beautiful. The trains are not so fast. And it's a little bit outdated, to be honest. For me, it's cool because it's, it's something different than I have back home. But it also makes me think that the system that we have in Europe is, we, we can be proud of that. Like how everything works, works etc. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. It's been lovely to yeah. talk to you. <laughs> As we're going along, there are some new concrete posts, a couple of feet tall, coming out of the soil by the side of the track. From their shape and from the number of bolts coming out of them, it looks to me as though they could be planning to put overhead electrification into part of this line. Definitely work going on. Pouring concrete as well just past some trains of the Altamont Commuter Express line. Gathering speed now. As we proceed south from San Jose, we're now passing through agricultural land. Some parts are a fruit trees in blossom, other parts the fields are just ploughed, waiting for the seeds to be sown. After leaving San Jose, the Santa Cruz mountain range can be seen, and Mount Hamilton at 4,430 feet is visible. The route takes us through Gilroy, known as the garlic capital of the world, with garlic plants alongside the tracks. The town hosts a garlic festival each August, and the area also produces a large mushroom crop. I'd just like to give you a bit of information in regards to dining car service. If you have a reservation or your name on my list, I'm going to announce all times or your name once your time or your name has been announced. We do ask that you wait for that time or name to be announced before coming to the dining car. Help us to maintain a safe and efficient environment here in the dining car. I'm gonna announce all times once that time has been announced. You join us, step through those dining car doors, stand at those indoors, wait to be seated. We greatly appreciate that. Sleeping car passengers do have your room number and car number handy. We're going to need that information to account for your accommodated meal. If you happen to have any adult beverages during your meal, keep in mind those adult beverages and gratuities by your discretion are not included. For those of you in the business class or coach, all items enjoyed in the dining car must be paid for before leaving your table. We do community seating in the dining car, which means that if you're a party of three or less, 
you will be seated with your fellow passengers to maximize seating in the dining car. And also in anticipation of those future reservations and waiting list patrons. But again, ladies and gentlemen, please do listen for your reservation time to be announced or your name. I'm going to announce those times and names. Join us. Do enjoy. Thank you. Lunchtime must be getting near. The route crosses the green rolling Santa Cruz Mountains through Pajero Gap. On one side trees, on the other side cattle grazing. Progress is slow at this stage, the train is climbing and we're clinging to one side of the valley. There are many tight corners as we progress. We must be over the peak now. The train is speeding up past a large area of freight wagons. Your attention please, calling in Bill Party of One and March Party of Three. Come on down. Bill for One, March for Three. Robert Party of One, come on down. Bill One, March Three, Robert One, come on down. Back into agricultural land. Around the peak there was a large quarry many full rail cars waiting to take the stone to where it's needed to cross the USA. Fertile country up here, but in need of a lot of irrigation large pipes along the edge of every field with junctions going into the field no doubt so that they can attach sprinkler systems people working in the fields some taking their lunchtime break others hard at it and large areas of I can't call them glass houses because they've got polythene but that concept no. Robert party of one Robert party of one this will be your last call You're still joining us no obligation, but if you're still joining us, come on down, Robert, party of one. And here, somebody ploughing a field. Tractor stop for the moment. Maybe somebody else having a bite of lunch. In this field, I can just see the shoots of green peeping out. The sprinkler hard at work. As we progress, we pass through Watsonville Junction, originally settled by gold rush prospectors who turned their attention to agriculture. In season, one can see many strawberry fields, apple orchards, lettuce patches dotting the landscape. It was nearby that the Spanish explorer Portola discovered the first redwood tree. We're currently passing through an area of waterways rivers, marshlands, small lakes that ultimately leads all the way down to the sea. We just stopped for a few minutes by a field where they're planting crops. I think that having the job sat on the planter is probably more comfortable than following along with the trowel and putting the plants in that didn't go in the right place. We passed through Castroville which claims to be the artichoke capital of the world. The bushy tops of the plants were visible as we went by. This was the boyhood home of John Steinbeck. 
So in the 70 miles between San Jose and Salinas, we passed both the garlic and artichoke world capitals. We stopped briefly in Salinas Station, opened in 1942. Just over 229,000 passengers used it in 2013. On leaving Salinas, we passed by the Diablo Range. San Benito Mountain at 5,258 feet is the highest point on the range. One can also see the Santa Lucia Range. We follow the Salinas River for the next 100 miles. Soledad was built in 1791 as a mission town. Today, it's home to the Salinas Valley State Prison. The town was used as a backdrop in John Steinbeck's Of Mice and Men. Uh, I'd just like to repeat, uh, someone left their fanny pack here in the dining car. It's a Dodger fanny pack. Uh, don't be afraid to pick it up. Sure. It's not claimed. I'll go ahead and hand it over to be put into the lost and found where you'll find your fanny pack. The train is now halfway between Greenfield and King City. Greenfield looks to be rather well named because the fields are very green here. Crops being planted, fields ploughed, and other crops a bit further on. It looks to be a very fertile part of the country. The agriculture in this valley is amazing in every direction. There are fields of green, full of people working in them. I appreciate this is probably a very busy time of year for farming, but it's quite amazing to see the lushness of the agriculture. And over there a field being irrigated with spray from above. The countryside that we're travelling through doesn't have the awesome bleakness, the starkness of other countries that I've travelled through. Here there are beautiful rolling hills to both sides of the train. And in the valley there are many, many trees. And of course the farms and the fields. We're now passing through an area where the crop is very different. Oil pumps working away, known as nodding donkeys. Past large storage tanks. In 2012, California produced 197 million barrels of crude oil. That was out of a total of 2.375 billion barrels of oil produced in the US. California was responsible for 8.3% of the national production. The drilling operations and oil production are concentrated mainly in Kern County, the San Joaquin Valley and the Los Angeles Basin. We've now passed beyond agriculture, oil drilling and into an area that is wild beside a riverbank. Trees across the valley, a few cattle down by the river, grazing gently. Very different from a few miles ago. We've just passed a sign saying Mission Street, half a mile. I presume that is the location of one of the 21 missions and four mission chapels built by the Franciscan friar between 
1769 and 1823, each one a day's ride apart. Pass Robles to Pass Robles Seizure Station Stop. Please check around and make sure you have your personal belongings before exiting the train. Pass Robles to be a very fast station stop. If this is not your stop, please do not get off the At exactly 3.15, the train has pulled out of Paso Robles, halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles. The train is now 97 minutes late. Next to the station, there was a wine tasting place. In 2015, the passenger numbers grew slightly to 12,150. As we pulled out of the town of Paso Robles, the children playing by the river's edge were waving at the train. And the train has picked up some speed now. We're crossing the Cuesta grade where we descend over a thousand feet in 11 miles. Uh, we've completed our lunch meal. Now we're going to move on to our next meal which will be dinner. Yes, we're going to have dinner tonight. It's going to be a shorter than usual dinner but it's going to be as usual, I'm going to go through the sleeping car accommodations first. I'm going to do that in about five minutes. And again, I'll ask that you have just one person, at least one person of your party in your room accommodation. If you're going beyond San Luis Obispo with us, have that one person in your room accommodation to accept the reservation for your party. If you're in a party of two or more, please do communicate with one another at this time and designate that one person. Have those doors and curtains wide open. Uh, so that I'll be able to communicate with you. Your doors and curtains are closed. I'll pass right by. Respect your privacy. For those of you in the business class and coach, once I'm done with our sleeping car passengers, I'm going to make another announcement. And uh, we'll go over your options for food service, go over the dining cars, available dinner menu items and prices, check my availability, and then come back there and offer you an opportunity as well. So do listen out for that second announcement. Uh, business class coast passengers. The Coesta is the most difficult climb on the entire coastline that runs between San Francisco and Los Angeles. It is steep in both directions, with the steepest portion being at about 2.2%. There are places on the Coesta where the track turns back on itself in such a way that both ends of a passenger train can easily be seen from the middle. Because of this, the maximum speed on the section is limited to 30 miles an hour for passenger trains and 25 miles an hour for freight trains. The railway passes through a series of tunnels. These were the most difficult part of the railway's construction, all built to similar dimensions of 16 feet wide and 18 feet maximum height. They were hand-drilled and most were lined with heavy redwood timbers and about 1.1 million cubic yards of rock were removed from the seven tunnels, a world record for hand-drilled tunnelling. The summit tunnel is 3,600 feet long and contains the high point of the grade, 
just gone through the first of the tunnels, over the peak and on our way down. The view on the left-hand side is stunning into the valley and into the second tunnel. You'll appreciate that the view when we're in the tunnel is somewhat restricted. This podcast has been produced by the Mr T Podcast Studio. I thank the passengers and crew of Amtrak's southbound Coast Starlight on the 8th of April 2019 for making this podcast possible. Thank you for listening. Please join me again in two weeks. Thank you.